What's up, Abundant Babe? I'm so glad you found your way here. You're in the right place for the highest of vibes, the silliest of laughs, and the best of the bunch. All things related to spiritual entrepreneurship and creating holistic success. This is your host, Viola Hug, a coach for women who desire to have it all, alignment, wealth, impact, and joy. Come find me at Viola Hug on Instagram, join my free Abundant Babes group on Facebook, or grab a copy of my best-selling book, You Are an Abundant Babe, on Amazon. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Abundant Babes podcast. It's great to be with you today. I'm always so grateful when you're tuning in again, and if you're here for the very first time listening to the Abundant Babes podcast, welcome. So good to have you. Today is a guest interview, and I'm super, super excited because I feel like there's going to be, I feel like I'm excited on every episode, whatever. It's just an exciting thing to have a podcast where you get to talk to amazing people all the time. So I know I say it all the time, but I mean it every single time. And today I'm talking to someone who's way over in New Zealand, which is where I used to live. Um, So welcome Sabrina to the podcast. Thank you, Viola. So happy to be here. Yay. So Sabrina is a woman's empowerment coach, modern mystic, and self-proclaimed palm tree enthusiast. And she lives in Raglan, for those of you who know anything about um, New Zealand geography. (laughs) I know there's a lot of people from New Zealand who are listening, so that's cool. Um, But Sabrina, like, tell us a little bit more about you, like, um, on a more personal level, like, how did you become to be a woman's empowerment coach? (laughs) <laughs> that's a good question <laughs> um so I, I try to sort of give you a nutshell but as you can tell by my accent I'm not a Kiwi I grew up in Switzerland and then emigrated to New Zealand 10 years ago with my also Swiss husband and you know life as it does the school of life takes us through many ups and downs but the biggest impact that has shaped my career these days would have been um, the Christchurch earthquake. And um, you might have heard about it in the media that was a few years back where um, the South Island where we used to live in New Zealand was um, hit by major earthquakes. And at the time I was running, we owned a surf shop, me and my husband. Yeah, it feels like a different life. Yeah. And anyway, like the whole, you know, there's this whole thing like the universe always finds a way to just not just in the right direction. And it was a clear way of like, okay, this is not what you're really meant to do. And yeah, everything literally crumbled um, in my hands. And we just, you know, we had to let go of the surf shop. And I was presented with this clean slate of like, oh, wow. So what now you know like obviously that's not what I'm meant to do and mm-hmm. I really took it as an opportunity to look at my life from a perspective I've never done before I've always lived in um in a way that you know fun was the priority I always um chose places to live where people would normally go on holiday like destination mm-hmm. places I just wanted to have fun um mm-hmm. which is nothing wrong. But um, what I realized as I got a bit older and with the surf store, I was lacking that kind of meaningfulness to it. You know, right. it was, yeah. I was living the life, right? I had a surf shop, like it was so fun, but yeah, I didn't feel very purposeful with it. And I think that was the underlying thing that really had to be come to the surface for me was that, okay, 
what would it feel like if if I could do anything and now knowing what I don't want, which was a physical store with opening mm-hmm. hours and staff to manage and that kind of thing, um, which got hard after a while just because it wasn't my my purpose. Yeah. Um, and so I started like kind of literally coming from that place. Okay, here's what I don't want. Mm-hmm. And um, here is how, you know, I do want to feel purposeful and meaningful. That's kind of all I knew. I right. had no idea of this online coaching world or anything. <laughs> I yeah. didn't know anything. I feel like so um, many people just stumble into it and they're like, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, and I think like also just really quickly on what you've been sharing, and I'm so excited to hear the, the rest of the story, but I think so many people can resonate with that of like um, doing something that's great, but it just doesn't feel purposeful. There's like something that's like, there's more than this, you know? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that totally. And I always had that feeling, you know, my whole life I was striving for that. I meant for more. There is, there's more. Like I was literally born with that, like in core knowing that I'm meant to be wealthy in not just money, but in in, very, in all areas of my life. And I just, yeah. I always knew that it's going to happen, but you know, for the longest time, I had like no idea how that would even happen or, you know, doubting it. But even even doubting it on a day-to-day sometimes like at the deep core level I know this is it and I know I have huge powerful gifts to share and it really came you know through me stepping into this like okay what I do what do I want and exploring this online world um, that this women's empowerment label if you want to call it Mm -hmm. um that now feels really good to me just has kind of emerged you know through me taking action through me working with actual clients through me getting feedback of from my clients and friends and people that are surrounded um that i'm surrounding myself with just to it always comes back to that it always comes back to me being someone who can really light a fire in other people who mm-hmm. when i think back in my life even you know late teens whatever um people would always come I always felt like a psychologist people just come to me with all that crap and I was like you guys should really get paid for this <laughs> and, um, yeah obviously as I got a bit older and I learned stuff I'm like well actually yeah you know it, it's okay I can actually get paid for this and it feels good and it comes natural and easy to me which is a clear sign that it is a pure gift that I have and I now proudly wear it. Yeah. Long story short. (laughs) I like it. I have to ask because this question's coming to mind, but did you feel like you just had this like sense of knowing of just like, oh my God, yes, this is my purpose and this is my gift and this is what I'm here to share with the world? Or is it something that you feel like you discovered as you like took steps towards it? Um, you know what, Viola, I think you resonate with my answer. It, it's a bit of both, right? Like I was certainly not like walking through life knowing like I'm going to be a women's empowerment coach and this is what feels right. It was more a sense of like just me following breadcrumbs um, and intuition and just kind of keep following what I like to call the feel good factor. Again, it's like because I strongly believe that, you know, whenever we feel good, we're walking in the right direction. And so just by doing that, I would more and more clearly see um, what it is that feels like I'm meant to do. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, so it's from, yeah, it's a bit of a mix of both. You know, once I started seeing it more clearly, I was like, yeah, this does feel like home. This feels really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I love that what you said about what feels good because that's totally like my kind of mindset and philosophy as well because that's literally how I figured it out as well. And I think a lot of people they put so much pressure on like needing to know the answer and what is my purpose and what am I meant to do? Mm-hmm. I see it more that like a purpose <clears throat> is more of like an energy we channel and it can come out in so many different ways. You know what I mean? Like it could come out as woman empowerment coach, but it could also be something different. You know, it could also be mm-hmm. something. Um, yeah, it's just, it's more of a, it's more of an energy we channel. So it can kind of like, relieve us a little bit I know when I first kind of started to tap into that I'm like yes this feels so much better like just to know and I feel like for me like I love what I do and I'm totally on purpose and I know that I'm in the right space right now but I also know that there's like so much more and five years ago I didn't even know what a coach was you Mm -hmm. know what I mean so like how would I have ever known I was going to become a coach and I don't know what the future holds, you know, like the evolution of what this means and how our journeys develop. Like, it's so exciting to kind of know as long as we're following what feels good and we're being courageous and we're, you know, really, I guess, like standing our ground in what does feel good for us, then we're going to find and evolve into the space we need to be. Amen. Yeah, 100%. You know, um, if I was going to add anything to that, it's really that you and I and many of the amazing people listening, we've we've come too far in the sense that we know now too much that there is no way back. Like we oh, cannot yeah. forget or unsee what we've experienced, right? Oh, yeah. In a positive way. So no matter what the future holds, and like you say, like this right now is where it's good and what feels good and what we are, and we don't know what we're gonna be in five, 10 years. But one thing I know for certain is I will always drive as high as I can to feel in that purpose, to feel aligned, to feel that feeling of, to follow that feel good factor. You know what I mean? Whatever mm-hmm. that then looks like and manifests and it, I don't know. And no one can know. Right. And that's also, you know, I always say to my clients, you're allowed to change your fucking mind, right? Like, it's okay to evolve. In fact, we have to evolve. You have to change. I didn't always carry this label, women's empowerment coach. It's a fairly recent thing I landed on that finally feels good. For the longest time, I was playing with it like oh, business mentoring. And, and I just never felt, even though I help most of my clients um, birthing and, and driving their own passion business, but I'm not I'm not going to crunch numbers of you, you know, I'm not a a traditional sense business coach. So this empowerment thing really um, breaks it down to what it really comes to is who are you as a woman behind all of this? Who are you in your mindset, in your day-to-day belief system? And that's where for me, the empowerment comes in and feels really good right now. But as you say, who knows what it's going to be. Yeah. And I find it so interesting as well, like how you say like, oh, you're playing around with different titles and labels and stuff. Like, I think that is also an area that you can get so caught up in. Like I have released the pressure of like needing a label that fits me because I'm like, there is no fucking way my purpose and what I do fits into like three words. Do you know what I mean? No way. And like, 
my like kind of like slogan for the longest time and I still sometimes say it now when people ask it's like yeah I'm an intuitive coach and so much more like just so much more like there's no way it will ever fit under one umbrella and I'm okay with that because I really feel like that's the beauty of online business these days and the opportunity that we have to thrive and create things in our world is that we don't necessarily need a label to call in our clients. Like we need, we need energy, right? We just need to show up as ourselves and we need, need to share what we've got with people. And then the right people are yeah. going to feel the vibe. And if, whether you're a woman empowerment coach or business coach or intuitive coach, like it's not going to make a difference. They're just going to be like, yeah, we're the one. Oh, a hundred percent. Right. Like no one is sitting there. Oh, I can't think of anyone sitting at Google right now. I'm looking for a woman's empowerment coach to help. <laughs> you know, it's not like that. Right. Like you come across yeah. me or you or someone and you, you just love the energy and you get sucked into the rabbit hole of like what I have to offer, what Viola has to offer, what whoever has to offer. Mm -hmm. And you resonate with that. The yeah. label is just the label. Like that's all there is to it. Exactly. It's it's like, kind of handy sometimes because you have to put yourself into, I guess, a box for society to know what, how to deal with you in a yeah. sense. But, you know, if people ask me what I do for work, I'm like, I have the hardest time explaining because there's, it's so, there's so much. And, it's like here yeah. in, in Canada that we've been like, you know, like applying for houses and like leases for houses and um new health cards and insurance and all of the things and everyone's like what what do you do and all the new people we're meeting they're like oh so what do you do and I'm like you know like every time I say something different because I'm like it's even like how I would explain it online is not how I'd explain it to an everyday person because when I say business coach I feel like it sounds um like to the average person more like traditional style business which is not at all what I do and then sometimes I just say life coach because I'm like I have no idea if they're gonna understand what I mean <laughs> Um, and so it also depends as well, like the audience that you're speaking to, but if you've ever had that kind of like feeling that you need to be held back because you don't know what your title is, you don't, and you can just choose something and your energy is going to sell louder than your title. If you're listening right now, like just keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. But yeah, so, I'm, and that's the same as me. I, I like, for some reason, I like having a title sometimes. I just like having something that sounds really cool and like feels vibey with me. Um, but it's definitely no make or break for any part of success. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. It mm -hmm. just gives us that little container to hang yeah. out. And even like, if I think about it, when I first hired my coach, like I, to be honest, I still don't know what her like official title is. All I know is she's a coach and that's it. And mm -hmm. like, but also for me, like I'm more of a feel the intuition and I'm like, yep, yeah, this is it. Like, I don't need to read someone's sales copy to know if I'm going to do their program or not like at all. I just signed up for a program paid in full. Haven't like, I don't even know anything about what's being covered. Like I only found out that like how long it was and the date after I paid for it. <laughs> like it had nothing to do with why I wanted to do it. And I think sometimes like, in my opinion, this is kind of like side reeling, but whatever. Um, in my opinion, like sometimes I feel like all the extra info is just ways that we like congest our intuition and like get confused because depending on like, you know, obviously different factors, like how your intuition flows through to you. And if you're into human design, like your human design and all that kind of stuff, like, of course, there's going to be different ways and different things that are going to be right for you for making decisions. But it's like, I don't ever think it's like, 
something as superficial as a title or a description or, you know, those kinds of things. There's like a much, much deeper pull that's going to tell us yes or no. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It, you know, as, as I'm listening to you, I'm like, the main reason I write sales pages for myself is actually for myself to oh, get out of my head. To I, like, I, I, actually, <laughs> Me too. I never read sales pages and yet I do sales pages for all of my programs. <laughs> and my coach said to me, she's like, why do you do them if you don't read them? Like your, your people probably aren't going to need them either. I'm like, I don't know. I think I just like having something that's like, this is what the program is like in my head, just so that I know. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, this is this program. Yeah, that's right. Like, I don't know. And I barely ever send people to it. Like most people, I just send the payment link when they message me um, and that's it. But I just like having them. I'm the same as you. I love it. Yeah, it's literally a journaling exercise. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's a way for me to check back on like, oh, yeah, I promised to deliver X, Y, and C. So I, I better make sure this is going to be in it. Yeah. But um, In saying that, yeah, I never so say fun. what's in my programs. Um, and the reason that I don't is one, that overthinking thing. I think I want, like, I believe that my soul clients are courageous and I believe my soul clients are willing to follow their intuition. So I believe they don't need to know the information. They just are going to know if it's right for them or not by the vibe and the energy of like really what the message of the program is versus like, oh, this is what's in the modules or whatever. And then secondly, I think as well, like for me, um, I had like a major control issue. <laughs> like in my pre previous life, I say, you know, before um, my current business and stuff. And it was just like, I always wanted to know how, and I always had something to say about it though. You know what I mean? Like if people were like, oh, we're going to cover like getting clear on your soul client, I'd be like, oh yeah, I've already done that. You know, like I'd mm -hmm. always like make it a reason not to do it versus actually being open to maybe they know something that I don't know about that topic that could actually be something that shifts everything for me you know, so I just don't. And when people ask me, I'm just like, eh. and if it doesn't, you know, if that's not for them, that's okay. I'm fine with that. Some people do like to know exactly what it is. Um, but I just don't tell people and it's fun <laughs> and it's surprising. And then people get all these surprises when they join. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I was so guilty of that myself. What mm -hmm. you just mentioned. Um, yeah. Controlling thing or, or like, Oh, I already know this. Yeah. But, um, yeah. It's funny. Like the, Usually I don't include modules or anything. Yeah. However, I'm literally, um, before we jumped onto this call, I was working on um, a lookbook, which is what I call it for my new program that is cool. going to have modules. And the reason for it is it's going to be my longest ever program, kind of like a, a signature work type thing. Yeah. Um, where there's just a lot of content in there. And again, I almost have to write out modules for myself just to get clarity, yep. but then also to just give it a bit of a roadmap to it. Um, so that's where I see personally, I see fit for modules, but other, any of my shorter stuff, or if you work with me one-on-one, -on -one, there's, there's no such thing as yeah. XYZ. I know. And the thing is, there's no right or wrong though. Like, and again, if you're listening, like this is how we do it. Like, obviously like we are a little bit similar, but we still have our own unique way of doing it. 
And if like, but if you love, like if your number one thing is you love to know what's inside of a program and that's like the determining factor for you, then that's definitely something that you can include. And I know when I first started for some reason, it made me feel better, but I actually found I got better results the more I kind of like thought, well, what's really important here. And for me, what's really important is like what the transformation is for people, right? Like what, what are they really truly going to get out of it? Like if they do the work, what's the result? And so I liked, I started to focus more on that reluctantly because I, again, I was just like, yeah, but what if they want to know that like, it's going to be so cool. We're going to do this really cool, like finding your vision exercise or whatever, you know, and then turns out that that's not actually what, what sold people into my personal program. So that's fine. But if that's something that really resonates with you, then you're allowed to do that. You know, I think that's like out of anything that you and I've been talking about, Sabrina, it's like, your people are allowed just to do what they love and the right people and the right opportunities are going to find them. It's that fun factor. What feels good. Right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, absolutely. You know, if it's aligned, then do it. Like no matter what any guru out there tells you of how to do the perfect marketing strategy or whatever crap it's, it, it's coming back to what feels good to you. Yeah. If, if that is something you can really focus on and nail to really trust that and then take inspired action from that point, you literally cannot go wrong. Yeah. And I love that you just said that trust piece as well, because I think that's such a huge part of it. Because like I said, like when I was first starting, I liked doing um, it one way because I would have said that that felt better to me, but the reason it felt better for me was actually from a space of fear. It wasn't trusting that the right people would find me or trusting that this is, this is really what's important. And it was more of a like, oh my God, but what if they, what if this, what if that, but that mentor said this, you know, like it was more from that space. So, I mean, there's work involved, but I mean, I think everyone's at a different level and I think that's relevant to almost anything in our life. <laughs> it's like yeah. trust, follow what feels good and work on, work on the bits that are coming out of fear. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, like that's one of the downsides of this digital world we live in, right? We're bombarded with so many opinions and blueprints and strategies and stuff. Um, so it, it can get very confusing very quickly if you allow for it. So really having solid practices for yourself, whatever they look like, again, um, that keep you centered and that keep you aligned and have that communication stream with your higher self, with your soul, with God, with universe, whatever you call it, uh, open at any time is really the key. I, think. Mm, I totally agree. I love that. Um, one of the things as well that I think is cool about you is that you're also a mom, right? Yeah. So tell me about like how many kids do you have? Uh, one. Yeah, one daughter. She's How old two and, is she? and two and a half. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. So, were you, were you like obviously you've been an entrepreneur for a while? I mean, the Christchurch earthquake was, I think, about nine years ago now, almost nine years ago. Yes, so, my God. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy how time flies. <laughs> um, and uh, like then you were running kind of like more traditional sense style business, and then over the years you've merged into what you're doing now, were you doing like your online business when you had your daughter or was that something that came after? No. So I already had my online business. However, it looked slightly different. It kind of was different than it wasn't, you know, yeah. you just evolve. Right. But of course, um, a key thing I want to mention is 
when um, back to my story from before where I had that clean slate and open pl- blank page after the yeah. earthquake, one thing I was so clear on is like, I knew I wanted to become a mother at some point. Yeah. I knew I wanted to be able to be the kind of mom who has time for her kids, yeah. who has time to take her child to the beach on a Wednesday morning if I want to, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. I wanted to be there and I knew I wanted to um, create an income and a business around that because I need that, right? I'm an Aries, I'm an, I, I need, I'm a very, visual very creative very visionary driven person i can't quote unquote just be a mom i need stuff going on i -hmm. need balls in here so i knew i needed to create that thing and it comes back to me always talking about living by design i literally designed that life around you know knowing who i wanted to be as a mother in the future and knowing myself well enough to know what's going to really float my boat, what's going to feel on purpose and aligned and meaningful. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So sorry, it took you back a little bit there. But, no, that's perfect. Um, it's yeah. So I had this online business before and then, you know, <laughs> when I got pregnant, I literally a week before I knew I had signed up to a year long mastermind, which at the time was the highest ever investment I made in a coach for myself. And I mm-hmm. kind of freaked out. I was like, shit, I just got pregnant. <laughs> and, you know, so I decided to do it anyway. So um, I went through that. And yeah, I the last trimester of pregnancy and uh, the first few months of then being a mother, I knew that I needed to really honor my body and myself and my then newborn child and I literally dropped off um the business kind of thing for almost two years old and all like you know Mm -hmm. the last few months of pregnancy and then yeah the first um while of indigo my daughter being here on earth and I just needed to honor that space and Mm -hmm. did very little business in that time yeah again it's what felt good but um, anyone who's listening who is a mother will know, and you will get to find out soon, Viola. Um, you do kind of, you know, it, it's true. You just kind of lose um, track of your own self for a little bit there. It's very normal, and it, it, it does come back, and it comes back more powerful than ever. So it's very beautiful, very powerful thing. Mm-hmm. But um honoring the process and not freaking out about that is so, so important. And, you know, as I'm finding my way back to remembering who I was and also acknowledging who I am now, it's obviously a different person to a degree. Mm-hmm. Um, and really taking that moving forward with my business is very powerful and very beautiful process. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. And I think it's like um, one of those things, I mean, I'm already experiencing this with pregnancy and I, I've heard with, with parenthood, it can be like very, very similar, but it's like, I think it takes a lot of surrender because you don't know what to expect because I have plenty of entrepreneur friends who like made 20 K the month they gave birth and like, you know, mm-hmm. are just like doing their thing and it just is amazing and it's aligned and it's awesome for them. And then I have other friends who um have had kids and they're just like you know what my only like obsession right now is my child which I feel like I'm gonna get ultra ultra obsessed with my child because I'm like 
like we just got a kitten and I am like, I can't stop staring at it. Like if I could just spend all day, which I've basically done the last three days and just stare at it, <laughs> then I would like, it is just so cute. Well, he, I shouldn't call it, he's a little boy, but I like, honestly, it's like, I'm so obsessed. Like, I'm like, oh gosh, like what is, <laughs> what's a, my own child going to do to me, you know? <laughs> So we'll yeah. see. But, um, it's like, it's really like leaning into that surrender because if, if, you know, if life really is happening for us, if everything's happening for our ultimate expression for that life that we know deep down that we're meant for, then why would that process be any different than to lead you further down that path? You know? Yeah. Hell yes to that. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and side note, I have seen your kitten and oh my God, so cute. <laughs> Seriously though, like I can't get over how cute he is. And like, I'm like trying to like limit how much I post because I'm like, people aren't going to want to see 1000 videos of my cat in a day. Like, oh, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe if they want to like, I should just do like a face, a 24 seven Facebook live or something or Instagram. Totally. Instantly a day in the life, cat mom. <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah, I love it. And, and, you know, it's, oh, I just love, yeah, really keep that surrender part close to your heart, right? You, again, you don't know what the future brings. You have all the intentions and that's a great thing. And then you have no idea how your body is going to react to this whole situation, yeah. how you're going to feel, how your relationship with your man is going to be, how the child's going to, there's so much unknown and that's perfect as it is, right? Yeah. But really allowing yourself to walk into this with that open mind, open heart and, you know, all the intentions, obviously, that you have. Um, yeah. So since you've kind of like feel like you've come back into your business a little bit more with your daughter being older, have you mm -hmm. found that there's like been much of a difference for you in, in business, like with um, maybe like your sense of like um, passion or purpose or intuition or like, have you noticed like a difference or does it just feel like you're just like really back and like in your own zone with, with what you've been doing? Like what's that been like? Mm, um well it, it kind of uh I, I think it's the same as before yeah. but in a heightened state if that makes yeah. sense so I feel like my intuition is even stronger than before and I can't I can't tell you if it's just because I'm older yeah <laughs> or if it's because I've become a mother maybe both. exactly um so that's that part and then there's obviously also um, the part that, you know, people say that giving birth really brings you into womanhood. Like it, it really rises your energy in, it puts you more in your queen energy if you allow that. Mm -hmm. And I really feel that to be the case. I feel much more certain in what I do. I feel much more, That's cool. um, I, yeah, not grown up, but you know what I mean? Like I just feel more in the right place, if that makes yeah. sense. Oh, that's super um, cool. Yeah, my purpose and all, and that kind of thing hasn't really changed at all. Uh -huh. um, it really all it really also evolves around the same the same topic. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's what I was gonna say before as well. Actually, like I I loved how you said that you knew who you were and like what what was important to you and you designed a life around that because so often like you hear people and I think it's also because of this is kind of like how society's been is like oh you get a job and then you figure it out around that 
kind of thing. And now we're kind of getting into this whole like new movement where not only the new generation, but people from every generation are saying, actually, what if I like don't like my job? Or what if I would rather do something that feels good? You know, like people are kind of like shifting that and it's becoming possible for so many people now. Um, And so it's like so often though, I still see people saying like, oh, like what can I do so that I like have this flexibility or have that or, oh, this, you know, job or this career or this opportunity sounds really great because then I could have this. But it's like, if you actually get clear on who you are, then it's like everything in your life is going to fit around that. And Mm. I think that's why for me as well, like I have this real kind of like sense that like in my definition of a soul business, it's like an extension of your soul. It doesn't necessarily feel like how like when I had jobs, for example, it, and even in other times when I've like done different aspects of business and that, that kind of thing, like I've had like times where it feels like I'm on the clock and I'm off the clock, you know, like I'm at my job and I'm not. Um, mm-hmm. And versus now it's like, no, this is just my lifestyle. Like who I am in the world also gets me paid. Who I am in the world also changes lives. Who I am in the world also makes me an incredible wife and a traveler and a lover of cats, like whatever, you know, like it's just, we get to actually just be who we are and make that like, I don't know. It's just, I don't even know how to explain it. It's just really cool. Yeah, I know. It's so funny that that thing, isn't it? it? You almost, I mean, I don't know if you have that, Viola, but for me, every now and then, I almost feel like, is it okay to do that? Like, can I, is it okay for me to just have this much fun and, you know, get paid to just have lunch with people and, and you know, just give them my opinion? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's it almost feels like, um, it, it's not hard enough because yeah. that's you know how like too good to be true kind of thing yeah exactly and then you know I quickly take my back take myself back by like of course it is and of course that's how it's meant to be because you know if um, those babes are li- listening right now and you're still feeling unclear on what that looks like for you really ask yourself what is the thing that comes easiest to you? What's the thing that you feel like is not even worth mentioning because it's so natural and easy for you? That's exactly what people are going to want to give you money for. Like it yeah. can be that easy and it's okay. You're allowed to do that. Yeah. Right? Um, that took me a while to really um, step yeah. into that and have the confidence to like, yeah, I don't need to do anything more than that. It's okay yeah. to, me being me and that's more than enough to inspire people to help people to bring someone to where they want to be because it's it's what that's what that's who I am that's what I'm here for and I might as well get paid for it in the process (laughs) (laughs) I honestly say this all the time but I truly believe the more ourselves we become the more successful we will be because Mm -hmm. like if you think about it like let's just take this journey for a minute (laughs) but like let's say for example you're a soul and you're like you haven't incarnated yet on earth and you're just like la 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 I have all this potential let's go have a human experience then you decide I want to be you know like I want to be born in this country to these parents let's just say with this is how I imagine it anyway um and I want to have this kind of body and I want to have you know I want to be this gender or whatever like I want to have this type of experience like your soul kind of like chooses specific things that um that it wants you know for for whatever experience it's wanting to have on earth 
And if that were true, then wouldn't it mean that the more you are yourself, the more you're naturally going to step into that success? Because it's like your personality, for example, was chosen through your soul because it's like this personality is like the perfect personality and this mindset and this way of being and everything about you is exactly the blueprint for success. And then here we are in this world where we're conditioned to not be who we are and to be afraid to love ourselves because someone might think we're self-centered or conceited. Like, you know, like we have all of this conditioning to the point where like, I say this so often is like, I literally at a point like a couple of years ago, I think this was actually when I first started, when I first launched my coaching business, like around the end of 2017, when I like was sitting there going, I don't even know what my favorite color is. Like, that's how disconnected from who I actually am. I was. And then my mission was just like, cool, I'm just going to do everything that I want. Like this is like when I started my coaching business, my kind of commitment to myself was just like, whatever I want to do, I'm doing because it's my business a hundred percent. And then I just showed up with that. And it felt like the more I just said what I felt like saying and did the branding, how I wanted to do the branding and did this, how I wanted to do that, the easier things became. I'm like, oh shit. So it actually is this simple at the core level (laughs) yes yeah yeah yes I can only agree it's um (laughs) one thing I often like to say is you're the boss you make the fucking rules right it's it's it comes down to that and that's the beauty of doing the work we do we can't just you know we we can do what we want and that's so fun yeah um yeah, uh, one thing I want to add to to your beautiful um, picture that you've just painted for us, with that whole like having to, we, we almost uh, you know we almost have to like unlearn what we've learned from society by growing up on Earth and you know doing yeah. that kind of thing. Right? And observing my daughter who is now two and a half years old, um, I can see very clearly that we are just born with this ultimate understanding of what our needs are she doesn't care about anyone's feelings she cares about having her needs met (laughs) you know what I mean and she cares uh, she knows what she wants and she literally takes um, success as her only option is how I would word it as an adult but what I mean is like she lives abundantly she doesn't think like oh do we have enough money for that or is it okay for me to want that or how can i get that no she literally makes a claim and expects it to happen like usually in in a a, like more earthly sense i'm the one who has to meet her needs (laughs) making it happen but she's the one you know getting the ball rolling of, of the manifestations that she mm. is calling in, right? And just observing that is very beautiful reminder for me to like, yes, we are actually born with this ability and we are born ready and perfect and already in abundance, mm-hmm. which probably is one of the key things if you're listening and there's nothing else you're going away from this podcast with, but yeah, you have what it takes, hey? Yeah. I love that. What a perfect like thing to finish off on, really. <laughs> you have what it takes. You're internally abundant. Like that's like literally what I believe to my core. So 
we're all going to be successful. And I just want to high five everyone listening right now and you, Sabrina. So yes. <laughs> um, okay. So where can people connect with you if they want to like learn a little bit more about you or just kind of be in your vibe and just, yeah, see what's up in, in your end of the world? Yeah. So um, I do have a website, which is just heysabrinaweber.com. It's my name, 1B. <laughs> um, and then I'm most active on Instagram. I just love connecting with my babes on Instagram. It's the handle is I am Sabrina Weber. And yeah, I read all my DMs. Please write to me and tell me what you've learned or what you're taking away from this. And yeah, I just love interacting with people in there. It's my favorite thing. Um, yeah, these are probably the two places to go to. Mm. I love it. Yeah, they're good places. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Awesome. That's so cool. And I will link those in the show notes so that whoever is like, if you've missed any of it, it's there. So you can just click, 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 and you will be there and you would have found your way. And like always, if there's more that you want to chat about um, in regards to anything that we touched on in this podcast, or you just want to share your thoughts or an inspired idea or anything that's come to mind, please come hang out with us in the Abundant Babes Facebook group, which um, is also linked in the show notes, but is Abundant Babes, a home for the visionary on Facebook. And you are more than welcome to share any abundance vibes in there as well as anything about the podcast. So I'd love to see you over there if you want to keep chatting. Thank you so much, Sabrina, for joining me today. It's been a blast and I'm so sure the audience got amazing value from this. Thank you for holding space for this, Viola. I love being here with you. And how cool is it that you have this connection back to New Zealand as well? I'm just like loving that. And yeah, yeah I can't wait to hear what everyone thinks of our rambles. And yeah, so much juicy stuff has come out. So super cool. Amazing. All right. Well, we'll catch you later. See you next week, everyone. Bye.